but most of the churches out there, they're just grass croft. Uh, they do their best, but uh, there are a lot of termites in the many, many areas. And before you know, money, they're up there, and the, the church is falling on you. You got the church with clean hair, you come back with a little bit of dirt here and there. The worship structures in uh, in the church here in Zambia are not anything that a leader like me would boast about. So many congregations are meeting in facilities like we're in right now, under trees, under some little lean-to. To create a kind of a, a community in terms of church uh, is pretty difficult when you're simply having to dodge the raindrops. Uh, it's, it's certainly possible because wherever two or three are gathered, the Holy Spirit is there. But to have a permanent place like a one-day church is, is a dream come true for most places in very rural settings. And there are thousands of these locations. Fabrication of the church begins in Minnesota in a factory conceived and built by church member Garwin McNeilis. Steel is formed into 18 different pieces and then loaded into containers for shipping. The containers are loaded onto ships that will take them all over the world. Maranatha workers inspect the containers when they arrive, take inventory, and teach local workers how the pieces fit together to make a church. The steel is loaded onto local transport vehicles and moved to church sites organized by conference, mission, and local church leaders. And before you can blink, the building begins. And just like the name implies, a one-day church is actually completed in one day.